One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Earlier this morning, uh, we went through all of the Sydney and the New South, well, most of the Sydney teams uh, from this article from NRL.com. It's called Mate vs. Mate, the key positional battle at your club this preseason, written by Martin Lenahan and Colleen Edwards. Really good article there, worth going and having a look at on the NRL site. Got sent this in by, I think it was Steve that sent it in to me, asked me to go through and give my live reaction to it. So I went through earlier this morning, did the Sydney club, so you can go and have a listen to that. Now we will do uh, the rest of the clubs this afternoon and talk about the matchup that has been spoken about. I haven't read through these yet. I just saw the headlines the other day, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go through them. So Brisbane Broncos, hooker spot. Billy Walters versus Corey Pakes versus Tyson Smoothie. I'll read this one to you. Billy Walters was starting hooker in 12 of his 23 appearances in 2022 and looking to next season. We'll have to contend with Corey Pakes, who is pushing to improve on his 12 appearances off the bench as he enters his fourth season with the club. Former Storm Rake Tyson Smoothie, who was named in the 2022 Host Host Plus Cup Team of the Year after making competition high 788 tackles for the season with the Sunshine Coast Falcons. is a new face at the club who has NRL experience and will be putting pressure on the two favourites. Additionally, there is plenty of interest in the development of young Queensland representative player Blake Moser, who will no doubt be working to force his way from the Host Plus Cup into the NRL as well. Uh, glad that they mentioned Blake Moser. I think he's a guy that will come into contention at some point throughout this season. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. When I saw Tyson Smoothie a couple of years ago playing for the Melbourne Storm, I actually didn't think he was all that crash hot, to be honest with you. Uh, But from watching him a little bit in the Queensland Cup last year, it looks like he has improved. And from people that know their Queensland Cup up there that I've spoken to, they think he's a really good chance to get into this 17. So Tyson Smoothie, definitely one to watch. Billy Walters, I've always really liked him as a nine. They fucked around with him as a six last year. But I've also got to be honest with you, his games that he played nine last year weren't as impressive as what I was anticipating. I was expecting a little bit more out of Billy Walters. Corey Pakes, though, I thought he was pretty good last season in the games that he played. Um, out of all three of them, there isn't really a standout to me, to be honest with you. I'd probably tip Corey Pakes to get the nod, uh, but they're really, I, I don't think too many of these three guys uh, would be starting nines at many clubs in the NRL, and I think there's a number of clubs uh, where they probably wouldn't even get a 14 jersey. So, an interesting situation for Brisbane. Essentially, since 
since Andrew McCulloch left, uh, they have been crying out uh, for a hooker, and there's just been so many guys that haven't worked out between Chico. Um, you've obviously got the fellow down at the Sydney Roosters now, Turpin. Uh, there's been a heap of guys, and you know you can probably add these three to the list. Hopefully, one of them really stands up and owns this nine jersey. Uh, but it is a spot that I'm very nervous about the Brisbane Broncos heading into next season. I'm just not sure uh, how long you can go without a real good nine in this competition. So an interesting one for Brisbane, which way they go. Uh, gun to head, I'd probably go with Corey Pakes as it stands right now. But from people that know what they're talking about, Tyson Smoothie, he is definitely one guy to watch this season. All right, let's have a look at our next one, which is the Dolphins. Now, obviously for the Dolphins, you could probably write 17 of these. Obviously a new franchise, no one owns those jerseys or whatnot. But you can pretty safely assume what their squad will sort of look like. Uh, the, the the position that they've chosen to talk about is the halfback one. They've got Sean O'Sullivan versus Isaiah Katoa. Sean O'Sullivan, obviously, uh, the reserve grade halfback for the Penrith Panthers last year. He has come into first grade on a number of occasions, done a good job. Been a bit of a journeyman, obviously the son of Peter O'Sullivan. And then you got Isaiah Katoa, our boy that we've been talking about for quite some time, was the Penrith Panthers SG ball halfback, moved up to... Flag on your shoulder, I can't remember which one it was. Keep the winning field goal in the grand final there. So, incredibly talented. You obviously got to see him play for Tonga this year in the World Cup. Did very, very well defensively. He was picked out on a number of occasions, which is the reality of 18-year-old halves who haven't played against men. Uh, he will improve Isaiah Katoa. But for me, I'd probably lean towards Sean O'Sullivan. I would probably go for the experience, especially when you're starting a brand-new franchise. I'd probably lean towards O'Sullivan. Uh, I like Isaiah Katoa more, and I think he's got a bigger future in our game. But Sean O'Sullivan, I just think he's a steady hand that they might need. I'll read out the article for you here. All of the main contenders for the vacant halves roles can play either 5'8 or halfback. And while conventional wisdom has World Cup finalist Anthony Milford, who played 5'8 for Samoa in the 6th jersey with Sean O'Sullivan in the 7th, young talent Isaiah Katoa showed he could more more than mix it with the best of them, despite his age while playing halfback for Tonga. Depending on which direction Wayne Bennett wants to lean, pairing the exciting youngster with Milford may be a surefire way to progress his development at the top level, while O'Sullivan is a safer choice and would be seen as a steady hand who could free Milford up uh, to chance his arm and rediscover the kind of form that saw him guide the Broncos into the 2015 Grand Final. Outside of these main contenders, Cody Nicarima is one of the most experienced players in the squad. He'll be pressing claims for a starting spot. I think I used the word steady hand, as did this article. I think when you're starting a brand new franchise, you're better off going with a steady hand. I just think you can potentially stunt the development of Isaiah Katoa if you get him in there too early and the Dolphins get bashed around in the first few months of the competition, which I think is quite possible. They play the Roosters round one. I think that's going to be a pretty grim day out for the Dolphins. Hopefully they can get up for it, uh, but I am a little bit nervous. So, Personally, I would be going with Sean O'Sullivan out of that one there. Other ones that are going to be interesting there, you've obviously got Tafare that we've spoken about a lot. He could grab a center spot. I think him and Branko Lee will be going head-to-head. I also think it's going to be interesting in the back row. Now, they've obviously signed Felice Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich, but they've also got Ewan Aitken. Now, Aitken can play in the centers, obviously, but he has played in the back row the last few years. I think back row is his better spot. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands. I see a lot of predicted teams where Ewan Aitken, um, he is on their bench. And I look at Ewan Aitken and I, I honestly, I, I think he might be there. 
their best player right now as far as how he can play right now and also that he has got a few more years and I don't think he's at his peak yet. So I think there's an argument that potentially Ewan Aiken's one of their better players, but at the moment can't get into their 17. Uh, oh, sorry, can't get into their 13. He's going to shit into their 17. Maybe they play him at center. I'm not too sure, uh, but I would like to have him in the back row, but it is very hard when you've got Felice Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich. They're not two guys uh, that you're going to bring off the bench. I don't think they don't bring enough punch. Uh, so maybe that's how it plays out, but I do think that one will be interesting as well. All right, let's move to the Gold Coast Titans, and they've got the halves, an interesting one. It's a four-way battle here. Kieran Foran v. AJ Brimson v. Toby Sexton v. Tanner Boyd. Uh, Kieran Foran, obviously the new manager of the club. He will be an absolute certainty uh, to be in this side. I believe he will be the halfback, and I believe his halves partner will be AJ Brimson. Uh, the other two, Toby Sexton, he was the starting halfback at the start of last season. He was the guy that the Titans said he's going to be our guy for the foreseeable future. We're going to back him in no matter what. Uh, at the time, I said, I think it's a mistake. Why would you do that? He's too young to take on this side. He actually played really well, Toby Sexton. And I mean, a lot of people want to bag him and whatnot. I, I don't think what happened last year was his fault. I thought he performed really well. But at the end of the day, um, it was pretty evident. I think it was evident before the fucking season started. They need they needed an experienced half in this team. Credit to the Titans. Uh, they fell on their sword. They didn't be stubborn with it. They, they did what was best for their squad. They went and got Kieran Foran. So for me, I can't really see a world where Toby Sexton gets into this squad. People have said to me, could he be the 14? I don't think so personally. I think Tanner Boyd has to be uh, in the 14. I think the back end of the season, Tanner Boyd sort of established himself as, you know, the better choice at halfback over Toby Sexton. We've been calling for a long time to see Tanner Boyd given an opportunity in the halves, and I thought he was fantastic last year. But the reality of the situation is that you have to get Jaden Campbell into this team somewhere. You have to get AJ Brimson into this team somewhere. Campbell's best position is fullback. I don't think he would really be overly useful anywhere else. I think that is by far and away his best position. I also think it's AJ Brimson's best position, but I also think you can get a lot out of AJ Brimson at 5'8", as they showed last year. So uh, for me, I think they will go with Kieran Foran at halfback, AJ Brimson at six, and then I think Tanner Boyd, he might be able to snag a 14 jersey, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if Tanner Boyd and Toby Sexton miss out on this squad. There is another young guy in the squad, young Tom Weaver, who credits to the authors on this article. Uh, I'll read you their last sentence here. Uh, Waiting in the wings is highly regarded youngster Tom Weaver who will be working towards making his NRL debut. Tom Weaver, another Australian schoolboys halfback who I'm very high on. I'm a big fan of him. They've also got Paul Turner who can jump in there as well, but personally... I think I would be going with uh, Foz at seven, AJ Brimson at six, and probably Tanner Boyd uh, in jersey 14. We have got our Gold Coast Titans, best 13 dropping, uh, best 17, sorry, for 2023, dropping this afternoon on YouTube, 3 p.m. Go and check that out. All right, Melbourne Storm. The back row, interesting one. Uh, now, it's got two guys paired up together, Tariq Sims versus Eli Katoa. Personally, I think there's a really good chance that they both start. I think that one will be on one edge, one will be on the other. I'll just read this quick little one to you. The Storm had their squad depth severely tested during an injury hit 2022, but this is a set. But this is set to put them in a good stead for the year ahead, having lost a number of leaders in their forward pack. The departures of representative edge forwards, Felice Kifushi and Kenny Bromwich in particular, mean it will be a new look second row that runs out for round one. Two new signings into Rex Sims and Eli Katoa will no doubt be fighting it out for starting spots alongside existing players who will be looking to make their mark in Tommy Eisenhuth, Trent Luero, Josh King, Tui Kamikamika and Alec McDonald who spent time in the second row last year. While the more experienced Sims who has played Origin finished South Wales Test footy for Fiji may seem like he has the inside running to claim a starting spot, there is much to like about the play of former Warrior Katoa and fans will be hoping he will blossom 
under the coaching of Craig Bellamy. Yeah, personally, I think Eli Katoa and Tariq Sims will get starting spots over all those other guys in the back row. I don't think Josh King um, is going to be a back rower. I think he'll be the 13. And then I think you'll see Eisenhuth, Liru, Tui Kamakamika, Alec McDonald, most of these guys make up the bench throughout the season. So Eli Katoa and Tariq Sims, I think they will start in the back row. Um, yeah, I don't really see that playing out any other way. So I don't really think they're going head-to-head. I just think they have to earn their jerseys, which I think they will quite easily, to be honest with you. Uh, the Cowboys. North Queensland Cowboys, obviously pretty set in stone how their team is going to be looking. Uh, I think they're probably one of the easier teams to name, especially the starting 13. There's no real question marks. The utility, though, uh, a few question marks there, and that's the uh, selected matchup that they've gone for. Ben Hampton versus Drake Gan- Jake Granville versus Tommy Chester. Uh, Benny Hampton, I've always been a big fan of Hampton. He's never quite lived up to the heights that I thought he would, though. Jake Granville, tremendous player, can play multiple positions. Uh, whether you want to play Robson for 80 minutes or not, I'm not too sure. Seasons are very long and whatnot, so I don't mind having Granville there. We know that Granville can cover multiple positions as well. Uh, the kid that I do like, though, is this Tom Chester. Uh, I spoke about him at the start of last year. I really do like him. I think he played one or two games last year. Uh, it says here, primarily a fullback. Chester has been training at centre, but came up through the grades as a youngster in the halves and was also the starting lock for the Townsville Blackhawks when they won Queensland statewide Hastings during Colts under 20 competition in 2020. So, pretty versatile young Tom Chester and I think he's got a bit more upside than the other two. But Jake Granville, a very experienced campaigner, can play multiple positions. You could play him at nine. You could chuck him in the halves if you needed to. 13. He's played centre and fullback and handled himself really, really well there. Uh, So, I would be going between Jake Granville and Tom Chester. Ben Hampton, I think he's got so much potential, but he just hasn't lived up to it throughout his career. So, if he can hit his absolute best, he becomes interesting. But I'd be leaning to either Granville or Chester, depending on who you're playing for one, how Reese Robson's going. I think that might sort of change every few weeks, to be honest with you. Uh, let's go down to the nation's capital, the ACT, the Canberra Raiders. So their centre spot, same sort of conversation as last year. Jared Croker versus Semi Valeme and Sebastian Chris. Who's going to get this spot? Personally, I don't think it'll be Jared Croker. I don't see him getting back into this side. I thought Sebastian Chris was fantastic. I thought he just he jumped in front of Semi last year. The other one that we've got to consider is uh, Harley Sexy Shield. He will be returning this year off the back of an ACL. Uh, at the start of last year, I would have probably had Harley... Uh, just in front of Sebastian Chris and Matty Tomoko before his injury. Matty Tomoko obviously killed it last season. We were very, very happy with how he went. We think he's a certainty for a spot. So I think it'll come down to either Sebastian Chris or Harley Smith Shields, one of the two. Jared Croker, obviously the experienced guy in this squad, but I genuinely, I just don't think he's going to get back into first grade. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him at some point, uh, but I don't think he will be the full-time center for the Canberra Raiders once again. Very sad how that one has played out. But yeah, I'd be going for Sebastian Chris or the guy that hasn't even been mentioned here is Harley Smith Shields, who I'm a big fan of. All right, our next one, the New Zealand Warriors. Fullback. Ooh, interesting. Charns, Nickel Clockstart versus Me- Luke Metcalf versus Dallin Wateni Zalesniak. Uh, I'm going to rule out DWZ straight away. I do not believe he is f- a fullback. I've never believed uh, he is a fullback. I don't think it's his best position by any means. I think wing is his spot. So I'm going to rule out DWZ straight away. You all know that Luke Metcalf, I'm a huge, huge fan of him. Absolutely love him. Uh, obviously, he was at the Cronulla Sharks last few years. Sort of fell behind in the pecking order last year behind Lockie Miller. Uh, 
and Dykes as well. But I think that had more so to do with that he was leaving. I genuinely think that when Luke Metcalf gets an opportunity in this side, when there's an injury at halfback, 5'8", or fullback, I think Metcalf's going to come in, and I think he's going to do a tremendous job. But uh, I believe that Andrew Webster has already given the nod to Chance and Clockstart, and that is the position, that, that, that is the direction that I would be going with as well. Obviously, big shoes to fill. Reese Walsh was sensational for them last year, uh, and I don't think Chance has the same skill level uh, as Reese Walsh. I don't think he's got the same sort of ability, but when you're just talking about guys that are built on effort, Chance, he sort of reminds me of Clint Gutherson a little bit. Not the most talented guy. Everything's a little bit unorthodox, but fuck, he works his dick off. Positional play has been pretty good. I haven't seen him play all that much rugby league over the last year or so, but you got to remember it wasn't that long ago he was in the 2019 Grand Final and was one of the best players on the field. So Chance returning to the New Zealand Warriors after leaving the Raiders uh, in a pretty sad sort of fashion. I think he will do well there. And Chance, I think that Andrew Webster's already said that he will be the fullback and he would definitely be mine. But I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Keep an eye on Luke Metcalf. When he gets into this side, I think he will make it count, and I think he's going to make life hard for some people. All right, our very last one, we skipped over the Newcastle Knights. We'll go through them now. Very interesting. Their halves battle. They've got Tyson Gamble versus Jackson Hastings v. Kurt Mann. Very interesting. I'll read this article to you that they've got. Adam Clune and Phoenix Crossland with a halfback and 5'8 combination in Newcastle's final match of 2022, but both will have new faces pressing them for a spot in the halves. Former Broncos firebrand Tyson Gamble has made the move down to the Hunter and will be aiming to be in the number six jersey once 2023 rolls around, as will former West Tigers star Jackson Hastings. Gamble is coming to Newcastle fresh off a grand final win with Norse Devils in Queensland's host plus cup and he also won player of the match honours in the prelim final after setting up a number of tries Hastings is known for his competitive nature and will be gunning for the 5-8 or halfback position as well although he showed his versatility in playing halfback and at lock uh, for his former club last year meanwhile the adaptable Kurt Mann has done a job for the club previously all of that too doesn't uh, includes speculation of a potential switch into the halves of Caelan Ponga as well in 2023, which would only further increase the healthy competition for half spots in the Hunter next year. Uh, for me, Jackson Hastings, he will be the seven. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, and I believe, and I'm pretty confident, Caelan Ponga, he will be the 5'8". So uh, I don't think there's a world where Tyson Gamble gets in there apart from injury, unless they do decide mid-season to move KP back to fullback, then it would become interesting. I think Tyson Gamble could become pretty relevant then. Kurt Mann's the other one they've spoken about, I don't believe Kurt Mann is training there. I think he will be there 14. So he'll be training a little bit everywhere, but I don't think he's in the hunt for that six jersey. I think Kurt Mann um, has just about got 14 tattooed on his back at the moment. But Kalen Ponga, he will play 5-8. Uh, so it will be Jackson Hastings and Kalen Ponga lining up in the halves, which I think is going to be really exciting. Obviously, Jackson Hastings, I would assume uh, that he's going to play both sides of the ruck. He'll be very on ball, and I just think they need... They'll essentially have KP wrapping out the back of 
of Hastings on both edges, uh, sort of playing a bit of a so, so, sort of like a hybrid uh, fullback role or more of an old school 5'8 sort of role, which I think is the best spot where you can keep KP. We know that his strong edge is down the left side, one of the best right to left passes in rugby league. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting him to play both sides of the ruck and hopefully he's improved on that right edge. You can tell he's been working on it for a couple of years now. Uh, so hopefully we get to see uh, the positive results coming out of that. But yeah, for me, Jackson Hastings at seven and Kalen Ponga, he will be the 5'8". Uh, that's how I see the Newcastle Knights lining up. You might see a gamble. I, I don't think there's a spot in the 17 for gamble, to be honest with you. I think that Kurt Mann will be the 14. I think Adam Elliott will be the 13. I think as soon as there's an injury anywhere, Kurt Mann will fill in, fill in and Tyson Gamble will come straight in. But I don't see gamble in their 17 as it stands right now. I think Jacko at seven. I think KP at six. And then I think they will go out and buy a fullback. But if they can't buy a fullback, if they can't get a Lockie Miller or one of these guys, uh, then things might change. You might see Kurt Mann at fullback. You might see KP go back there. If so, I think Tyson Gamble, he would be the choice at 5'8 over Kurt Mann, who I think would wear the 14. But yeah, that's how I see the Newcastle Knights lining up next season. Uh, and this article, yeah, I, I'm sure this what was written uh, maybe a week or so ago, so maybe there's been more information come out since. But really good article there, guys. If you want to go and have a read of it and have your own thoughts, uh, go to NRL.com. It's called Mate vs. Mate, the key positional battle at your club this preseason. They were the Queensland, Melbourne, New Zealand and Canberra teams and Newcastle, of course. Uh, and then we went through the Sydney teams a little bit earlier today. So that is the previous podcast. If you'd like to go and have a listen to that. 3 p.m. this afternoon on YouTube, the Gold Coast Titans, best 17 for 2023, according to myself and Matty the Waterboy. We did record that one before the Mars Hugh and Chris Randall trade went through, uh, but it really doesn't change all that much for us to be perfectly honest with you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.